Blessings there, my this is your girl Lexi Lex. Um I just wanna jump in here before um y'all hear the interview with um DJ Royal Love. Just wanna give you advance notes on things. Um one, just to remind you and reiterate, it is not for the just the believers, it's for those that are in need of encouragement. So it doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter what gender, what social class, I don't care your celebrity. If you need encouragement, this episode alone is for you. Also, just want you to know that stuff we share is fun, encouraging, but also truth. Okay? Um, something that we do mention with wisdom-wise, we are not experts, but we know we experienced it. Experienced some things. And we just want to be a blessing and encouragement to you. Um, basically, kind of give you a, um, kind of a guide to how many things that we've been able to... Um, navigate through life also want to give you a heads up um have an open heart and open mind um i care do not be religious don't be like oh he's supposed to too much or i'm supposed to too much let's not do that okay be attentive okay because what's said in this interview will encourage you okay also let you know um, the interviews in two parts. Um, somehow we was doing an um, interview, something happened, and another a part two came up. But it's okay, though. From beginning to the end, it's well worth it. And I just want to say thank you again to DJ Royal Love for just um, blessing the podcast with his presence, with his wisdom, his encouragement, but also with the prayers because um, it was so needed. Definitely needed. And I just want to say to those that will tune in, um, to men, black men, my black men, nothing wrong with you when you admit you're struggling with something, especially mental health-wise. It does not make you weak. It does not make you less of a man. It does not. It is an encouragement and it's a booster who you are as a black man. So, other than that, um, more is to come. Thank you again, DJ Royal Love. And other than that, y'all, enjoy the interview. Oh, if y'all forgive me, um, part one, um, I ain't gonna lie, I got very amped up, super happy when um, I saw uh, his name pop up. But uh, when you hear him speak, you understand why I was happy to hear his voice when he popped up on the interview. Other than that, y'all, thank you again for tuning into the podcast. Thank you for the support. Once again, this is your Electric Lex. And remember, keep soaring like an eagle in your heart, in your mind, and throughout life. And remember, somebody needs to give the God put in you. Have a great day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh my goodness. He is here. He is here. Check one, two. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, yes sir. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing? How you doing, Queen? Oh, King, King, King Royal. It's been some stuff. Ooh, wee. That's good. Are we recording it's all right good, now? Though. It's all good. It's- yes, we are. But it's okay. It's oh, okay. okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, 
it's just chill just just chill um you know the questions um question five i'm probably going to change it because i'm going to want to give your testimony about how god changed your heart about how you were treating women and why you were doing the first place um that alone will definitely be like let's say to be like kind of selling the interview yeah so so what i'm gonna so what i'm going to do is um i saw the questions but i don't want to see the questions you know what i'm saying so i just wanted to hit me by surprise so i, I think I, I i seen it but i didn't think about it uh just you know as you as you as you're doing your interview just you know throw them out there so i can get to you know let the holy spirit you know what i mean take over Oh yes, sir. Uh, yeah, because I, I I don't like pre looking at questions because that means you know what I mean. I want the best oh, reaction. Oh, okay. Reaction. Okay, no, no, no problem. I wasn't sure because um, I did another interview before, and um, the person um um she was needing some questions, so I was like, uh, let me do like Adam just in case. But then I remember you like surprises, so I should yeah. thought about, it, but you know. It's yeah, a, man, because like, like you can't prepare, you can't prepare for when the Holy Spirit wants to take over. Because I don't know what message that you know the Holy Spirit has for anybody that's going to listen to the message anyway. You feel me? So. Yes, sir. I definitely feel you. Definitely yeah. feel you. Yes, man. Definitely feel you. All righty, ready, Royal? I'm ready whenever you are. All right, let's do this. Let's do this. Blessings, everybody. Welcome back to the Eagle of Encouragement podcast. This is your girl, Lexi Lex. And today is a day where not only we're in the month of June, but we're also celebrating the theme of Black Music Month, but also in this month, we're celebrating Father's Day. Um, For this month, I want to celebrate the men this month because um, men, especially Black men, even though they have their moments and they do the best they can to bounce back and prove that they are a good man, sometimes they still get a bad end of the stick, still get dogged. And so what I want to do is bring some great men that I know who are great billboards of what a great, great man can be in spite of the flaws. So my first guest of this lovely series, who, mm-mm-mm. I just started, I just met him. I started listening to his radio stage a few months ago, but I had met him years ago. I just didn't know it was really him. Um, besides the fact that he is, he served the military. Um, he's a great dad, great man of God. Um, bold, very bold, very bold man of God. Um, he is the overseer of a number one Christian gospel online radio station called Official Kicking Radio and has a heart for the community. So without um, no further interruptions, ladies and gentlemen, DJ Royal Love. You're, you're in the mix with the baddest DJ. It's What's DJ going on? What's Royal going on? Hey, look, I had to come in here mix. with my intro. You know what I'm saying? Alexia, what's going on, queen? You know what? That totally surprised. I was like, "Don't even put it. That's his own intro." But it's all good, though. It's all good. You know, though. I had to come in here with the energy. You know, I look. I appreciate them words. Um, God is good. That's all I have to say. 
Um, so thank you for allowing me to be on your platform. I appreciate this 110% because at the end of the day, um, I know you, you, you definitely supported me and um, everything that I have going on. So it's just like, you know what? I don't, I don't look, I ain't looking for nothing. I just want to support whatever you have going on as well. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. And, um, I'm humbled actually by the opportunity to even, um, just even just even just to interview people and just even bless be a blessing to other people because sometimes you know how it's like you want to be blessed but just don't know how and when this came to mind you're one of the first people that came on my list because even though i just started listening to um the radio station i heard your heart and even when i watched the prodigal son video it was like it's one of those you know how like in a book of acts about how Saul became Paul and it was genuine and it's like you know no fake no cookie cutters you just came real and a lot of people need that not just you know the generations of the youth that's in now but even generations that we're in now and even those that has passed us we need these type of stories. So I thank you for your genuine honesty, your authenticity, but your transparency, because sometimes we want to say what we've been through, but we just don't know how to say it. But for you, you say it in a way where, <clears throat> where I like, you know what? He's being that real. If he could say, hey, look, I did this, but look what God did. It's no excuse. Really no excuse. So it's like, if God can change you, and let him change you, he could be changed also. So I think being that built one of many billboards of what God can do, being one of yes. them. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, all the glory. All the glory. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And um, whoever God has you as your wife, uh, she's going to be a blessed woman. She's going to be a queen of queens. So yeah <laughs> she's, gonna be blessed. she's gonna be like royalty I hate to say term royalty spoiled but in a good way though in a good way in a good way like yeah. Queen Esther loved so yeah. Yeah. yes yeah. yes sir alright first question what does being a black man mean to you that's that's a good question um being a black man means to me. Um, <laughs> see, like I'm a type of person that likes to, like you said, I, I definitely love to speak my mind on that. And uh, being a black man to me is 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 definitely um, it's a blessing. I mean, for me, I I really don't. I see, I don't play this color game, but I mean, I, I get it. I definitely yes, get it. Um, yes, but being a black man in America, uh, for me, is strength. I mean, I love to prove people that, you know, whatever y'all think we are, I love to prove them wrong, you know? Um, and you said it earlier when you was introducing, it's just that, um, you know, going against the grain. I, yeah, I'm, I'm a definitely a going against the grain type dude. And like I said, proving them wrong. Um, and being black, a black male, we definitely need to continue to uh, be knowledgeable in everything, not just what we 
see growing up in um, like people say these hoods or these uh, low income you know areas where we grew up at um I told myself as a black man that I will not be a statistic. Yes, sir. You know, and yeah. So to answer your question, being a black man, I mean, strength, leadership, one of a kind. I'm God's children, man. I'm God. You know, I'm God's child. So that's how I look as myself as a black man. Yes, sir. Thank you for answering answering that question. Really appreciate that. I ain't gonna lie, I was gonna add some adjectives, but um, to I was gonna add with us be a strong, wise black man. But um, when you say the word strength, that stands out more because um, the strength of a black man, um, things that um, black men have been through, even through times of slavery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See now, just, like, like, not to cut you off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I think this is my show for a second, but uh, <laughs> but no, no. I, I, I definitely, I definitely hear what you're, you're saying, and it's just every time you're saying that, it, it pops in my mind when you say, um, you know, uh, the strength of a black man. You mm-hmm. know, uh, it's funny because I wasn't always strong. And mm-hmm. it's just like, what what do I mean? You know, physically, yes, I might be strong, but mentally, I wasn't strong. Yeah, say that, sir. Yes, sir. Say that, sir. You know what I'm saying? So, me yes, being sir. a strong black man, um, that's why I say I don't like to put the the, the you know the, the race into it because yes, at the end of the day, mentally, it doesn't matter what color I I am. Mentally, I wasn't strong because I was lost. Yes, sir. You know, and uh, like like you said, the prodigal son. I was lost, but now I'm found. And yes, you know, once I gave my life to Christ, that's when my strength started to appear in ways where I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, I was always physically strong. You know, if you want to talk of slavery days, now we were strong people. Yes, we definitely were strong, but our mental was broken. We, we were broken. You know. Yes. And uh, so that's when, when when you say, you know, being a strong black man, I wasn't a strong black man. Physically, yes, I was, but mentally, I, I wasn't. And until you know what? I gave I, my life to Christ. And you know, actually, forgive me for not really clarifying what strong meant. And I, it, and I had a feeling it was going to say mental strength too, because it is true. Because we, we don't probably know a lot of people could be like the strongest people in the world and probably bench press a thousand pounds but their mental strength is a whole new level it's everything it's it's, it's something that I believe that people look past or step over yes sir I agree and I ain't gonna lie I kind of wish we would have talked last month because of mental health awareness um, but I don't be surprised if I we do another interview about mental health because I think that needs to be pushed a lot more. And even though yeah. last month there was a celebration behind it, I want to speak on it more. So yeah. don't be surprised I asked you back for that because that definitely needs to be touched a lot more, a lot oh, more. Oh man, like I mean, I think that's the number one thing right now that needs to be talked about in our neighborhoods, in our homes, um, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day. Like, you know, you're here in San Antonio. Shout out San Antonio, Texas, by the way, uh, where I reside. And um, 
we just we just gone through a shooting in Uvalde and uh just me taking a trip there and just being around that atmosphere uh it was it was very it was very powerful um mm-hmm. and all I could think of is why you know why why and it's sir. that mental health that yes sir. you know we all go through some type of mental health and it's just like man we, we quick to point the finger and quick to point the blame but it's funny because some people would say um you know let's 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 uh talk down on the young man that did this and it's just like nah i think we need to pray for not only him but pray for his family you know what because why did this happen like not only of course let's pray for the ones that lost their children of course i'm not saying that but what i'm saying is if we're supposed to love everyone you know we got to love the ones that's 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 you know doing this sin because what the bible says is one sin is not greater than the other sin a sin is a sin you know um yes it looks very bad but i definitely prayed for that young man well i know i know he's passed away but i prayed for his family as well you know i I prayed that you know because you don't know the history of anyone you know it could have been any any one of us like i i I know you're gonna let me uh let me tell my testimony but I, 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 i see where i see where he can slip Roy, up in that type of mindset. Yeah, Roy, let, let me tell you something. Um, I went to an event last Friday, and it was like a um, it was like a worship the park event that they do monthly at one of the parks here in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me go ahead, you know, go ahead and check it out. You know, it's worship, real worship. I'm there, and so I go there. Um, real cool atmosphere, and they did um intermission where. They did like popcorn prayers. And majority of the time, it was about praying with the thing Nivaldi. And there was even the um the Rise Worship experience, they mentioned the same thing. And so I had went up there to pray at the um the worship of the park. And the concern was not with just the victims, but with the mother. Because she probably wondered like, where did I go wrong? What did I do? And it's one thing if you teach somebody to go the wrong way, but you teach them to go the right way and they still go the wrong way, something happened. Some it's like something influenced them. Like what took place, what thought, what image, what event that says I'm gonna everybody. And also yeah. at the same time, the mother lost her son yeah. too. So I'm glad you said that because um, what's the term? Blame shifting and point of fingers ain't going to help a lot of things. It's not really going to help because well, a lot of, a, a lot of things some people had do, no idea. Yeah. And so when you said that, it, it was a, it hit the nail because we think about the victim, then like, you know, politicians, you know, law, all that stuff, but it's like, what about the mother? What about that child that did what he did? I don't agree with what he did, but he lost his life too. It's like, it's like almost like you can't be narrow-minded. So when it came to just not just the victim, but just the mother who lost that lost her son due to us we're not supposed to do it, we're not raised up to do. It's like let's shift to the mom because she's grieving too. 
And so even to put my prayer for even for her, not just, you know, to be healed and whole and restored and just, you know, let it draw her to God, but that people not come after her because she may have no clue that was going on in her son's life, even in her mind, in his mind. She may not have no clue this was going to take place. So that's my heart and concern for her. And I will be surprised, you know, Roy, if you led to pray or even myself led to pray concern that you concern his mom, the shooter's, the shooter's mother, hey, go for it because she needs prayer too. She needs prayer also. She's also grieving. Amen. That whole family. Yeah, yeah. Amen. His whole family. Um, I know he shot his what grandmother in the face, and I think she's still alive, actually. And, really? Um, yeah, I, I heard she was still alive. I don't think the grandma died. Um, but yeah, man, prayer. Wow. Like I said, prayers go I, I out try, to I know. everyone involved. I I, I don't want to make this, you know, that type of show. But you know, pray, prayers uh, go out to you know the families that's uh, been impacted. Um, from this event. Okay, I'm sorry. No, 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 Royal, <laughs> Royal, Look, look. I knew. That's why I said when we, we, um, when I reached out to you, it was not gonna go these thirty minutes because I already knew like how we talked before. We could talk a long period of time and converse a long period of time because we got a lot to say. So yeah. don't apologize. And plus, we know how we keep like want to say something. We don't want to interrupt. We end up interrupting. It's okay. It's okay. I didn't want to be like, oh, clenched up, serious. No, I just want to just chill, have a good time. Just be us. Okay, be okay. You, I'm, down. Be I'm, me. I'm definitely down. I'm definitely yeah. down for that. <laughs> yeah. So you know, this is chill. This this is chill. This is chill. Yeah. So look, look, hey, look, I just let my hair down. I just let my hair down real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, speak of girl, we, we, we gonna talk about the hair. There's some more stuff I'm talking about, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk offline about that, especially that um that golf thing. But that's another story. Um, <laughs> um, second question, and um, I'm gonna give you these two, um, two answers. These answer two of them. I got one answer in, in mind. What assumptions do you think people have about black men? And before you answer, I'm gonna tell you mine. I thought black men love and play sports, especially football. I was wrong. Dead wrong. I was like really shocked that not all black men love like or play sports, especially football. Cause I like sports. I like to talk about sports, but mm-hmm. when I found out somebody that did not, I was like, you got to be kidding. What's wrong with you? It's almost like saying, where's your black card? I need to take it away from you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I was in shock. I'm um, shock. This, Go that's, ahead. Your turn. That's funny because you said, what is what was the question again? What assumptions do people have about black men? Yes, sir. I mean, if you why, can't think why, of any, why, 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 I, to be honest, I can't think of any because my, my mindset is just like, why, why people always try to put black men in a box? Like I get, I get what you're, I get what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because I heard that, you know, all yes. black men, we like sports, uh, mm-hmm. basketball, football. Yes, we do because that's all we had in our neighborhoods to do. 
Mm-hmm. That's the only mm-hmm. thing they gave us. I mean, I can, you know, I mean, we can sit here and break it down, you know, how, you know, sports use us black men still to this day to make money off of us, that type of deal. You know, I, I don't want to have that conversation um, oh, that, today. Oh, that, but, I was about to move. I was about to get you. But, break out of there. You know what I'm saying? But with that, but with that said, um, yeah, man, we, we got to get out of the mindset of putting a certain race in a box and yes every black man don't i mean i know tons of black people that don't like sports because they can't play it you know everybody is not a runner everybody's not you know there's there's a lot of smart uh, musicians out here there's a lot of smart computer like my cousin he's a computer genius you know um there's a lot of smart black people out here it's just that you know the music is being glorified the sports is being glorified more than you know other things um that's that's out there you know because i mean let's 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 face it majority of when you see black people when you see black people when it comes to entertainment you know mm-hmm. yes all they are they, they're just what musicians or playing sports yes, but let's take away entertainment Yes, there's thousands of millions of black people that's business owners you know are trying to get like, like i said the odds are against us but that's what makes us strong as well yes, you know sir. um yes, because sir. we can overcome yes sir yes sir so, uh, yes. assumptions i don't i don't i really to be honest i really don't care about what people assume that you know i can be good at because i think the lord has provided me to be good at anything i put my mind to Mm-hmm. And you actually answered it when you said about the box and about, you know, um, sports, entertainment. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say the term exploited. Um, okay. uh, like worshipped. Mm. That's good. That's good. That's a good word that you use because uh, I like to use the word um, idolize. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, idolize a lot of a lot of time. What again? That's an, that's another topic for another day. Another topic. So um, so I'm gonna need you for a mental health episode, another a mental health episode, then another episode. So so I'm so I gotta get you set for two two more interviews, two more. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, next question. And if you're not, if I'll say this, if if you need, you want to come back to the question, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And just really reiterate to those that will listen to this episode: this is not just for the believers. This for anybody needs a word of encouragement. I don't care what background you are. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what religion you are. I don't care if you're a celebrity that's tuning in, that will tune into this um, episode. Mm-hmm. You need encouragement. This place is for you. So I think I got re- reinforced that because sometimes when people would see you know, the theme and myself as a believer. Sometimes I may, you know, assume, oh, it just believes only. No, we yeah. all need it. We all need it. So, had yeah. you know, put that out there. Had put that out there. Um, I put that out there. Okay, here's a question. Um, what assumption or assumptions do you think black men have against themselves? And Ooh. and let me see if if, if I can get like kind of modify it. I mean, I think I can answer that question. Um, so, 
That's good. I, again, I don't know what individually, you know, as black men that, you know, men think about, but I, like you said, assumptions. Um, I can say that a lot of times I hear that uh, a lot of black men think the white man is out there to get them or, you know, um, and that's, that's one thing that just sticks to me right now. Um, and again, I, I don't want to offend anybody, but I mean, I hear that a lot, you know, oh, the white man, you know, they, they, they have to get us. We can't never have nothing. We got this and that. And it's just like, that's not true. Mm-hmm. It's not true because again, we put ourselves in this box. We don't take the time to be knowledgeable on things that you say the white man has taken away from you. You know, you you're you're comfortable in your skin and where you're at, and then you sit back and complain without hitting the streets and doing the work. For example, we talk a lot about policing, you know, policing in America, which is a very, very sensitive topic right now because at the end of the day, media, how they highlight police officers, yes, they they highlight the bad apples and it makes a bad perception on all police. But to be honest, you know, it takes a real black man. If you, if you want to say, you know, if you want to, you know, continue uh, with the race, cause we are, you did say black, you know, again, I, yeah. I don't like talking about just simply black people, but because as, as, as a whole, as a whole, we need to continue to educate ourselves in policing, you know, like for me, uh, outside of the show, because I know I've been taking a break from, you know, the radio station because I have been out here in these communities. I've, I've been I've been going on 10 hour shifts with ride alongs just to see what a police officer do. I've been going to the police academy and going through training to see how to, you know, how they go through situations and have to make the split second decisions you know and it's and it's hard some of it has to go to, to mental health and some of it has to go to training some of it has to go to you know what i mean uh i mean like you know like like we we, we sit here and, and point, like you said point the fingers we sit here and you know, blame others about what we don't have, but you know, no one is going to give you anything. You have to go and get it. And, but, and, but you have to be knowledgeable on what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? If you're just sitting back behind a computer or behind social media and just having anyone, anyone can have an opinion. Anyone can have an opinion. That's on you, boo boo. That's on you. But at the same time, you have it. I would not talk about something that I haven't done myself. And um, um, for you, because we continue on. Um, I'll be honest with you. I heard the thing about the white man, but I'll even tell you this: I even heard when I was even you know growing growing up, and even sometimes now as adult, some will say you know about you know Mexicans doing this and you know. Yeah. yeah, and Korean taking that back. My, I was thinking, can you shut the, you know what up so bad? Because it's like, why are you getting mad at them? I'm tired of it. I'm so and tired it, of it. It, it. it gets so played out. Cause I'm looking it, like, like it's like it's like we only thing. And, and, and I love, I love my, I love my black people. Don't get it twisted. I love my black people. At the no, same no. time, enough is enough. Like, 
Like, yeah. why we always try to be the victim over everything? Like, each race has their struggles. We get it. Yeah. We know. We already know the history of America. Mm-hmm. Are we going to stay there, or are we going to actually try to make a difference now? Are we going to get out here on the streets and try to make a difference? Royal, Royal, DJ Royal, DJ Royal, DJ Royal, DJ Royal. Um, one of the biggest things that I've learned out the years is from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and his "I Have a Dream" speech. And you know how you hear something and it's like it don't click, but when you hear it again, it clicks. And when he says about um, there'll be a time where people are not judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of the character. And I think a lot of us, not just black men, not just black women, but all races, we assume because one person of a certain ethnicity did it this way or negative was negative towards them, they assume they are, that ethnicity is the same way. And it really comes down to character. Character. And like you said about um sirs, not all media sucks. But there's sometimes some certain media outlets will portray their like more more about the negativity of police officers or the negative characteristics about police officers. It's and focuses more on actually shifts more to focus on the positive characteristics of police officers, white police officers, because color this is why I learned color is not an issue. It's character. Wow, and you know what? That's a mess. Like you said, we got to stop. Can, 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 I, can I pause you real quick? Because I think what you just said was so genius right now. And it and it, and it definitely hit me once you said it. You know, a lot of... I, oh, man, that was amazing. See, yes, sir. character, that, that word you use, that character, I, again, people don't think about character. So when they don't have that in their if they don't condition that in their mindset the only word that they can condition in their mindset is race mm-hmm. and you know what it's not about race and because because that's the history of america and you hit it right on the head we don't judge each other's individual character and well first of all we're not supposed to be judging each other anyways but we don't look at the character of somebody we only continue to look at the race of the person and that is very good Alexia I mean I'm gonna I'm use that one girl <laughs> because it, it makes sense it definitely makes sense and you know what I don't want to like just say you know grill the generations before because I think some generations that's you know came before us some let's say was ingrained or trained up in some of us Think for me, I never saw it like that. I've always been a person that don't mind learning different cultures, different races. But I think because of what we, you know, what the previous decades of, you know, the segregation and the racism that took place is like somehow they just had this, um, I hate to say, kind of like a one-way mindset, a narrow mindset, thinking, yeah. they're not thinking character, they're thinking just race. And I yeah. think that type of mindset need to be broken. Like it's not like a stubborn mindset of I hate to say like a prideful mindset that yeah. just really need to be demolished down and say, hey, not all people of a certain race or ethnicity or culture background true, is true. disrespectful. 
It's true. So, it's true. Um, so I mean, it, it, it's true. Um, but uh, again, I know in a in a real life situation, a lot of times, I mean that it, that's how it is. And yeah, it is. Um, yeah. Because I know the fight that I fight. It's yes. not, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm definitely going to win the war, you mm-hmm. know, but at the end of the day, I know that, you know, the fight I fight, I'm not going to change everybody tomorrow. So yes. it's, it's, it's definitely a battle every single day. And maybe my lifetime, you know, I won't see the results of it, but as long as I'm still hitting the ground almost every single day, um, I'm, I'm fine with it. As long as I planting seeds in these communities, I mean, that's all, that's my mission is to continue to plant seeds. And, um, and yeah, and, and this is, this is one message I want to, and until, you know, until we move on, this one message I want to give to somebody. Um, cause I think you have a, well, you know what? I'm gonna wait because I think you do have a question about, um, what, what advice I can give to somebody. Yes. Okay. Um, I'll, yeah. I'll wait then. I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay. Okay. Um, Oh, this question right here, and guess what? This is in reference to mental health. Mm. Why do you think when black men admit that they have, they are having mental issues, they are shunned for it? And I'll give examples, and you probably have seen them. Um, think Tyrese. Um, I don't know if Tyrese had mentioned about mental health struggle. Um, what was it? Well, you know how you see men get very emotional and like pour a heart out, or like Terry Crews, mm-hmm. great example. It's almost like they level. It's almost like some get like say that they're a punk. I'm like, why are you call me a punk? Because I'm like, what's I'm like to myself, what mindset, what what lie make you think? Because a black man means, hey, I'm struggling with this. I have one word. Say it. Ignorance. Ooh, Jesus, take the wheel. Go ahead. Say, can you elaborate for? Uh, oh my God, I said a big word. Elaborate a little more of that if you can, please. People are ignorant. I mean, I mean, like I said, I'm not here to you know call names of people, but I'm, I say it the way it is. People are ignorant. Um, I think intimacy amongst brothers is everything. Who who wrote this rule that men can't cry or men can't? feel emotions or at the end of the day i'm gonna tell you this you, you listening to hey 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 everybody hello <laughs> you listen to a man that's a, a strong man of god yes mm-hmm. i am black yes i do put god first yes i cry yes i love hard yes i'm emotional because at the end of the day that's what the bible says so the mm-hmm. ignorance of people or the 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 uh, uh of saying that oh men ain't supposed to well reach a bible sir mm-hmm. it tells you how a man should be oh yes and that's the people so that we the ignorance of people not being knowledgeable of their word will have millions of people think that they should be a certain way so that's why i say ignorance Mm-hmm. I agree. And I will even tell you this. Um, and I don't know, this is just me. This is just me. From what slavery days? I don't know if they cried or not. Especially black, especially. And I try not, forgive me if I'm just referring to black men a lot, forgive me. But I wonder in the times of slavery, well, it's like they, it's like feelings 
couldn't really be expressed because the constant traumatic experiences, whether being separated from their wife, separated from their children, or things being done to break a, break a black man down mentally, where it's like, you know what? I just numb up and like it don't bother me when it's really it's oppression. I say this as from from my experience, um, from being sexually abused, I did not think what I've been through being molested bothered me. All I knew was is that when I'm in a fight, especially when certain depending on the circumstance of the fight, I'm gonna knock you out whether by fist or by equalizer like the umbrella and I did not think it bothered me until I watched a movie um, called Dolores Claiborne Dolores Claiborne um, that Stephen King um, one of Stephen King's um, novels that was turned to movies and I watched it again a second time and I saw a scene where the daughter with her dad at a ferry and he had asked her to because she had a situation but she needed her hands her hands were cold and he had gave her a suggestion and she didn't want to do it and she ended up you know touching a certain area of his body and it mm. just in me it just like clicked like wait a minute like I'm like, wait a minute, that something that happened to me. And I was able to open up because even though it happened years and years ago, I had bottled up how I felt. I had bottled up what I went through. I bottled it up because the traumatic, the traumatic experience of being violated, it just broken down. It's almost like saying, you know what, just hurry up and do what you gotta do and don't feel a thing because the feelings of the shock of the event don't, it's, it's, it's like the, it was dead. And with man, like you said, ignorance, when you say about ignorance, it's like who made, who wrote that, who made that rule? But I also think about whether from slavery days and they were just kind of like transferred down yeah. or yeah. because of how like their parents and their parents, their other parents came up where you're not taught to feel. You're not taught to, you know, express how you feel. Because you know how, like, when somebody pop, somebody, um, like a mom and dad pops a boy or pops a girl, say, hey, suck it up, you know, dry your eyes, move on. I think the time we kind of, we got to modify it and say, it's okay. But I think sometimes reason why people, like, especially boys, it, when they turn to men, it's all taught don't cry, don't say how you feel because of mm-hmm. something they're a sissy if they do it and you actually were right when you said ignorance it's like where this lie and idea, where did it come where did it came from, where did it come from because it's stupid and if I had to really be honest and we might do, it got to transition another episode mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of feelings that have been suppressed by a lot of people, especially that those that commit certain crimes. I believe if they did not have, if they had an outlet to where they can release how they feel while going a negative route to release their feelings, 
they probably would not be in jail or in the grave right now. Mm. But we, we, it, it, that's gonna be it's it's hoof. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. to go back to and thank you for sharing that. You know, what I mean, I know it's 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 hard sometimes to you know share those type of things. You're welcome. Um, to 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 go back to the beginning where I think the question or statement that you said was you know back in the slavery days do you feel uh, you know did they did they show emotion yeah you no know? um you really think they didn't i don't to be honest, i don't know if they did at the time when it first happened i believe they did so I, I'm, I'm, I'm i'm gonna tell you something right so for example right um i definitely think they did yeah um but over time you yes. get used to it and then yes. that's where that 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 strength comes from mentally yes. that i'm yes, not sir. i'm I, i'm done i'm tired <laughs> you're not about to do this anymore so for example that's like me my first tour to iraq um i was scared the first six months i cried the first six months you know because it's just like all the mental mentally all the emotions that were going through me where it's just like I never experienced anything like it in a day of my life you know what I'm saying because it doesn't matter how much of training that I did you'll never be prepared for mentally uh, a mental mental fear fear of yeah. dying you know what I mean fear of the unknown but yeah. if, after that six months it's just that after a while it's just like you know what it is what it is. I'm here. If I die, I die. If I don't, I don't. You know, that's the type of mental health issue that you just go through, you know? And I mean, we can call it strength. We can call it, you know, all types of things. But I believe to answer that question, do I think they were emotional and crying? Of course. I mean, at the end of the day, think about yourself in those shoes. Mm-hmm. Yes, and actually, um, before you, before you, we jump on that, um, when I went to our, went to Iraq and I deployed the second time, um, I don't know if you heard the story. Um, there was a lady by the name of Lieutenant em, Emily Perez. She was um, she had went to West Point. She was a black woman. I mean, she was she was she excelled in academics and athletics, and she was also she um, was a lieutenant um, in the unit I was in. And even though I did not know her, know her, I had met her on different occasions. And when the word came out, came out that she had um, she had um, died when she was outside the uh, outside the gate, um, it was kind of like a shock, like whoa. And just it's like kind of hit me, like wow, she's gone. Yeah. And I knew it's like I knew back in mind being deployment zone, being our being our rad combat zone. Um, it's no joke. And for somebody to say, oh, um, it didn't fade being Iraq or Kuwait, I'm like, you're lying. Because when um when um there was information, I don't know if you if you um if the unit you was in had this when somebody passed away and they were um being pulled out of the um I'll call it the Manivac Humvee and then transferred to the um the um I think it was C-130 or whatever copter was. Mm-hmm. I broke down in tears. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's again, only us veterans that been through it more than once or twice or, you know, I, I did two tours myself and it's just like, that's something that you would never 
be prepared for. Um, that's something that. It's just, ooh, this, yeah. We, yeah, we got to do. Yeah, we got to do another the hell one because yeah, it's just. It's I mean, like, it's, I mean, I, I really don't. I, I really don't talk about it much because I, I don't like going back in that type of headspace. Yes. Um, but I mean, I, I, all I can say is that yes, it's something that you would never can prepare for. And I'll even add this: it's one thing we've seen on TV and movies, but when it's in your face, is a whole different story. Yeah, because it could be you. It could have been you. Yeah. You know. It, yeah, it could have been you. So I mean, that right there alone is a mental yeah. fight. So yeah, yeah, yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shift. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna pop, pop the foot on the accelerator and push the gas. Yeah, Whoa! yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, because I, I ain't gonna lie, um, I got emotional. Yeah, it was getting emotional for me. It really was yeah. because yeah. um, yeah. <sighs> wow. Yeah. But I mean, you know what I mean? We we here though. We here. We here. You know what I mean? The crowd's going wild right now. It's your boy DJ Where I Love. I'm excited to be on this podcast right now. DJ Raw, this is what I know about you. You know how to uplift oh, yeah, in a time. Sure. And it was me, because I ain't gonna lie, there was a mo- like a a, a weeping morning moment because it's all like the depression. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Sure. Um, and, and and that's what I think. That's that's big. Like we said, we we talked about this that word character. Um, that's where my character pops in because I'm 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 be honest. You know, um, I, I suffer from PTSD. I, I'm a hundred percent disabled veteran, and you know they used to have. I remember when I got uh, prescribed these medicines. And it just took everything out of me. You know, yeah. I was just like a walking zombie. I didn't, I didn't feel like me anymore. And I think a lot of that, a lot of that, um, obviously, a lot of that was the pills that I was taking. No, no, um, no, go, go, go. But, but the one thing that got me through, um, and to get me back to my old self when it comes to being happy, is, um. Oh, well, obviously it was God. You know that's my medicine now. You yeah. Know? But it's 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 jokes. You know jokes, laughter. You know being loud. Uh, you know just being out there because at the end of the day, that's what works for me. Um, mm-hmm. I know what God has blessed me with, so I try to use it as best as I can. Because again, I used to be. All, all, sometimes I slip slip up. You know, no one's perfect. Sometimes I slip up and go back into that dark headspace. Um, Child, you know, you know, you if you knew my story, and then so you know what I'm saying because I mean, wow. Matter of fact, I mean, recently, you know, during this break, you know, I I went went through this uh, dark space. Um, It didn't last long. It definitely didn't last long. I I say a day, you know, um, maybe two at the maybe two, but you know. I, I I remembered who I was and I'm God's child, you know, and that really helps me a lot on my everyday journey when it comes to life, because I know a lot of people don't understand um, if you're not going through it, but um, a lot of us that will do these mental health uh, challenges, you know, a lot of us feel alone. And mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, like I said, I, because I'm going through it mm-hmm. and I went through it, 
that I know what it'll take to, you know, have people to snap out of it, be like, man, you know what? It ain't so bad. It really ain't so bad. You, it's just that that mental health get us attacking our ourselves and attacking others, and you know, and it's just like, hey, 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 what are we here for? We here to love, you know. That's why you know I, I came up with DJ Royal Love. You know, yeah. I have to all, I, so I can always say my name, so I can always see my name and see that love because God is love. And I always, you know, I put stuff in my life. I put I, I put stuff in order in my life so I won't forget who our God is. So, yes, oh, yes, so. and I'm um, you, 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 Hello. All right, but love, yes, 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 love. Uh, I made a mistake. I unplugged my plug. <laughs> I unplugged the whole system by accident, but I'm back, y'all. So that was not that. It's, uh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's, it's okay. Cause um, remember, remember when we remember when I was interviewed. When I remember I did an interview yeah, on your show. Devil on the, the show. name of Jesus, trying to shut me up. Come on, somebody. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> and, and, and I was like, there's a tag, and then I was like, and I was like, and I talked about when I have when um when, when I, um was in front of kicking radio. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I was like, what in the world? I nah, was nah. loud. Hey, look, I, we I was nervous too. I was hey, nervous. Hey, hey, look, hey, look, we, we, we like to, I'm, I'm sorry. We like to, uh, we, we, we definitely like to blame a lot on, you know, other things, but no, nah, that was a, 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 a human error. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all good though. But, um, what I wanted to mention was two things. Um, one with the PTSD, uh, when I went to get the love BA rating, um, I didn't know I was diagnosed with that. I didn't know I had that. Uh-huh. And it stemmed from sexual abuse. Uh-huh. So I definitely stand on PTSD part. I definitely stand um uh sort of thing had to kind of remind the mind. Um give you an example, booming sounds, um, fireworks. I just say, Alexia, you're in Iraq. Okay, you're not in the war zone. It's okay. Yeah. It's totally okay. And when it comes to um laughter and joy. I totally understand why morale is big because uh, if you hear dog, it's not my dog, it's downstairs. Um, when people will come visit the troops, um, there was a comedian that came, great comedian, um, cheerleaders. I think, um, I think it was Arizona, Arizona Cardinal cheerleaders um, came out in, I think, Taji. Um, and that was a cool time and laughed like for me like comedy like I, I gotta laugh I gotta find something that, that makes you know that's funny because I agree it does boost and it really just takes your mind off what's going on even if the moment is still even if it's still occurring it's always gonna be distracted from that that event and I'll even tell you this that um, I don't know if you heard of a thing called dry, um, dry bar comedy and I encourage anybody who likes to f- hear clean comedy, I mm-hmm. encourage you to check it out because... Is that um, here in San Antonio? Oh, uh, actually, some comedians been in San Antonio. Um, uh. They have... Um, they have uh, the, the, it's have on YouTube. They have an app also. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I encourage people to check it out because there's a lot of comedians that actually have funny stuff and it's clean 
and it's uplifting. There's even been um couple of comedians, safe and unsafe comedians who I ain't gonna lie, be rolling straight yeah. rolling. So I definitely suggest if anybody wants some um laughter, clean comedy laughter, um drive by comedy. I recommend it. I I not had disappointments. Have my favorites, certain favorites, but um definitely my go to routes of yeah. of laughter. I definitely okay. recommend. Okay, definitely. yeah, I'm definitely going to check and, that out. Yeah, and about also, if you want some laugh, to go to go also go to DJ DJ Royal Love too because it'd be so comic. <laughs> and I would have to say Jesus take the wheel because it'd be so obvious. It'd be so funny. <laughs> too yeah, man. But uh, on a real, I'll say this on a per, on a personal note. When I started first started listening to Kid Radio, uh huh, it helped me because, um, especially you know, um. Just focusing on grad school, and sometimes you know how you need that focus. Mm-hmm. And I will say this: when I start listening to Kick Radio, that helped me mm. because this, you know it, it can be so quiet, but sometimes you need that motivation yeah. to get going. And yeah. that was a, like a balancer for me. Yeah. So thank you for doing that because that helped me. Yeah, no, that's that's you. You've done. I mean, that's that's a. Uh, it's mm. just a blessing to hear that um, because again, you can you can do stuff over and 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 over again, and it's just like when you get no type of feedback, um, yeah. it is just like okay, Lord, you know, am I am I just doing this? Is to be doing this? How? But just to hear that, it definitely um, it, it definitely you know get keeps my you know keeps me going keep definitely keeps me going kept, definitely keeps me motivated but see a lot of times people don't realize that um when you especially when you're self-built um mm-hmm. entrepreneur and you're doing everything yourself you can get burnt out you know really fast really really fast um so i love to take at least once a year i love to take the time to you know get my thoughts together um get my business together businesses together and um you know really take time to get things in order so when that new season come out you know you can go hard for a couple months you know what i mean um because i believe in breaks i'm like like i said what i do i'm not into this I'm, i'm i'm very different from everything else like i'm not what i do i'm not here to do this every single day and burn myself out because a lot of times you got to be real with yourself and be like hey i don't have a team you know i I don't have a team i don't have that multi-million dollar building that i can hire people i don't have that so i got to go at my pace and use what i i I have and maybe you know lord's willing down the road i can get all those things but no no actually you know what i'm glad you say that because even um like for me as an author um there are like you know certain adventure that um you know vendoring wise Mm -hmm. um there are times where i am solo and yeah Yeah. um like when you um, went to when um when um miss misty brought you to um after my first book signing, actually, for my at first the, book. Uh, at the Pearl. Yes. Yeah. Um, just me. Um, I had like four office storage cases with me of books. Mm-hmm. And it was just me. And um at the time, I just want to get out there, you know, get, you know, get, you know, get the word out the books. And even as time went on, I had to modify how I brought stuff because 
um, try to carry all that stuff, get all the books, you know, the marketing stuff. Um, it takes a lot. And it you know, takes a lot. It takes a lot. But you know what? I'm going to keep on encouraging you because the yeah. work you're putting in, all that hard work, you know, moving them books around, all that hard work, going places, places, it's going to pay off in the name of Jesus. And I speak that on your life right now. Because again, it, it again, like I said earlier in this interview, a lot of people can sit back and talk and say what they want. And God will bless you for that. But when yes, God give it to you, when God gives you that book, what are you going to do with it? Oh, poo child. Oh, I'll speak, I'll speaking of books. When God blesses you with anything, he will bless you. He will give that to you. You know what I'm saying? But when God gives it to you, do you know how to manage that time? Do you know what to do when you get it? Oh, you my know? goodness. Oh, so, you, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to encourage you to keep on going because, you know, your work will pay off. And then you can talk about the grind. Now, you know, you, you know what the grind looks like. You know what I mean? Because, see, a lot of people don't know what that grind looks like. They put their energy in stuff that's going to keep them content instead of putting that energy in something that's going to be fruitful in their life so on and so forth in the future see that's that's the problem we we i think a lot of people put their energy on stuff that is not going to you know i mean not going to do anything for them you know and you know what um late there's a certain person came to mind and i'll be honest with you if you're able to reach out to her um her name is miss ash marie knight she's the um, owner of a, a bookstore called a, a word tonight bookstore and she um is also a veteran and um she's also an author and there's a time where she, um you know just like me in the beginning journey of writing as independent author and just trying to get the word out um and as time went on um she ended up doing a bookstore mm. a traveling bookstore and I think it was another partner, but then now she's a sole um, now she's a sole owner of that um, bookstore. So not only she has a location, the main location in Fort Hood on Fort Hood, Texas, mm-hmm. she travels around different states promoting not just my book but other authors' books, traveling, independent bookstore traveling, and that's a process in itself. Traveling bookstore. That's work. Yeah. And I get cool to her because I know that's not overnight journey. That's a process. Yeah, it is. It is. So, yeah, it is. so it's, yeah. it's it's definitely it's definitely the work. It, and it's funny because a lot of people see me uh, in the past a lot of people see me like on social media and I used to go so hard on social media. But that's what I'm saying, you putting so much work in mm-hmm. something you putting mm-hmm. all your eggs in a basket is something that's only going to get you so far because what people don't know with social media, there's limitations. Like you can only like you know, there's um what what they call it. I forgot what they call it. Um it's gonna pop up moment. Go pop up. Yeah, so it, it's it's with, with social media, like let's say I put out a post, it's only gonna go to a certain de- demographic of people, or only a handful of people. Because there's yeah. people that reach out to me and be like, Hey, you see my post? And I'm like, No. No, and I had to physically go to there. You know what I mean? And it's just like you're working against a machine that's only going to limit you. So again, you have to put. You can't put your bas- your eggs in one basket called social media. Um, and again, social media is a way to get yourself out there. But I've noticed all of my success 
that God has given me has been on ground outside of social media behind the scenes like people don't know what I'm doing behind the scenes they say they don't see me on social media or they don't hear me on a radio station or Mitz Cloud or, or, or Instagram or Facebook that doesn't mean DJ Royal Love is not doing anything because again what y'all don't see is me doing 10 hour shifts in these neighborhoods which I don't see is me having um meetings with utsa planning out a two-year contract which i don't you know what i'm saying so that gives me material to talk yeah. about that gives y'all me material to give y'all for my shows that give you know what i mean y'all don't see me uh, uh, uh barbecuing for substate the central substation downtown for the officers when they come into work yeah like y'all don't see me doing those type of things and it's not me bragging be like oh look what i'm doing because i'm not showing that y'all y'all haven't seen that Yes, and you know what? But, I'm it's glad being, you, but it's being done. And you know what? I'm glad you said that because when I started out, because you know how like the different, you know how with traditional authors, you have especially you go through a publishing company, it's like you have the backup, you have the resources to help launch and get you know all the stuff out there. But as an independent author, it's a different journey. And for me, it was like I just couldn't sit and do nothing. I had to get the word out there. I had to learn how to reach out and say, hey, this is who I am. And uh, was it um, communication? I had to physically get out there and communicate and not just through social media. I had to do the research. I had to Google, you know, different bookstores, race stations, all that stuff just to see if not only could put my book in the bookstore, but can I do a book signing at that bookstore? And... I don't even say this for a while with a podcast. I try to do a podcast episode every week. Mm-hmm. But as time went on, especially with grad school, I had to modify and be okay with it. Yeah. And not like I didn't get lazy, but it's like I had to be, in, I had to walk in wisdom. Because mm-hmm. they ain't gonna lie to you. I wanna do a music talk episode concerning mental health in May. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But it's like I had to pause on it because one, schoolwork and has some stuff going on at the same time but it's like when it's time to do it it's time to do it so yes. it's like i had to really let's say balance everything out and when you said about those breaks i agree because i was almost on the verge of burnout because i was traveling what yeah. about every month yeah to do for book events but then i had to slow it down and not because i didn't want to but because i had to be wise not just with how many events I go to, but I had to think about the logistics, the money, the yeah. time, yeah. location, yeah. that all got coming to play. So I agree with the balance of stuff out and learn that's, to be okay with it. That's learn good. That's, that's good. That's good. That's, that's really good, man. I, I, and again, you're not going to know what how it feels until, you know, you experience it. And right now, um, as we're talking about it and that's all we're doing we're just making it aware you know all all, all this whole conversation this whole time i just hear us just planting seeds in people's minds that's you know coming here to to listen to this um and not one time that we try to throw the bible in anybody's face not one time it's just being truthful and it's just being real and alexia knows that that's what i'm all about um and again i'm not here to judge anybody and uh, i I love it i love it you you got a good thing going on here girl i'm I'm proud of you keep on keep on keeping on because you know it's this is this will be big in in the name of jesus you know and um i love it and i'm and i'm so grateful that i'm a part of it 
Thank you so much. And I thank you for just being, just really be obedient. Amen. But just even doing a radio station because that's really gospel. I mean, there's there's radio stations, Christian radio, gospel radio stations, and uh-huh. I ain't gonna lie, I hate radio. I say this separately. I hate it. It's so right. I hate, I hate to say it's a racist. I hate to say that term, but kind of sounds like it does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I thank you doing that type of radio station because yeah. it's rarely known and rarely heard. And even there's another radio station in Harker Heights, Colleen, that's also available, 9.5 FM. Um, shout out to them. Actually, my first interview was with, my first radio interview was with that radio station. Um, just being an outlet. Shout out, and- wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Shout out to Harker Heights, Colleen, because I used to, look, those used to be my stark stomping grounds. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Harker Heights and Colleen, uh, near Colleen. You know what I'm saying? That whole area, that whole Fort Hood area. Shout out. Um, shoot, I was there for almost what eight years. Shout out, shout out to the Colleen area and surrounding areas. Yes, sir. So, oh, not just uh, Fort Hood, all of them, but also shout out to uh, Belton, Texas, uh, which is home of a great Christian university called um, University of Mary Harden and Baylor. Okay. And yeah. Yeah. If you're looking for a great university, a Christian university, I encourage you check out the campus. I went there for three years. I Belton, in Belton, in Belton, Texas. Yep, yep. I, yep. Fell, I fell in love with the place. It's such a peaceful place there. Yeah, very peaceful. Yeah. I mean, you need an area of prayer, all that stuff. It's yeah. right there yeah. on that campus. Yeah. Whenever I go, come go, you know, go visit, get my hair done, especially, um, I try my best to help there because they, that I, they, that was the best time ever when I, before I moved to San Antonio, best mm-hmm. place ever for me because they helped me through a lot, especially being a, what it defined as a non-traditional college student. I, I was loved. I was blessed, prayed for. It, it didn't even matter what age I was. Uh-huh. They just wanted uh-huh. to bless me and be a help to me. So I'm grateful for that university. Very grateful. Very grateful. Amen. Amen. I didn't, yeah, I didn't do, I didn't, if I could do book signing, that'd be cool too. I'm probably going to speak there one day. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'm gotta, probably You got to do a pop up. You never know. Just pop up somewhere, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah I think, actually, you know, I got a bit think, in October. There's a bookstore in, October, in um, Belton that I'll be doing an event there. So I'll let you know when it happens. Okay. I'll let you know. Okay, for sure, for sure. Um, but let's, um, oh, golly. That's why I said, look, at least over, over an hour because um, when we talk, hey, it yeah. just flows. Um, yeah, yeah. um, Two part question um, the testimony and mm. words. Um, Whatever, how you. Yes. How you want to do? What you want to do? Testimony first or last? It's up to you. Um. I so I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the testimony first, and then I'll close out with the word, the encouragement, and then I'll close out. No, matter of fact, I'm gonna do the testimony, y'all, and then I'll give you a word, encouragement, and then I close out with a prayer. Is that fine? Go for it. All right, for sure. Um. So. Hello, everybody. You know what? Hold on. Let let me set myself up real quick. Y'all know how we do it. Let let me. Uh, <clears throat> can I can I take over real quick, uh, Alexia? Real quick. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> you know what, you guys? It's your boy. This is the one and only. DJ Royal Love. DJ Royal Love right here on Alexia's uh what is this? A podcast? 
Yeah, Eagle I, encouragement. There we go. Look, look, look. I can mess that. Look, I be doing all these interviews. I don't know what I be doing sometimes. But uh, it's, sh- <laughs> it's your boy DJ Royal Love right here in San Antonio, Texas. Shout out to Alexia for having me on here. And I just want to um, take the time to give y'all a little bit of history about who I am and where I came from. So my name is Maurice L. Mosley Sr. And uh, I come from Virginia, born and raised in Norfolk, Virginia. Um, I went to high school at Warwick High School in Newport News, and I lived all around Virginia. Um, but let me give you my testimony. I, I like to start um, when I lived in California because that right there uh, really impacted my life. So, of course, growing up in this world, I was definitely a worldly man. And some people say might say, what is worldly? Well, worldly is doing anything outside of the will of God. Um, so I was doing everything how I wanted to do it. So at the time, I was working for celebrities as a uh, personal bodyguard slash uh, personal driver. You know, drive the celebrities around, make sure they get in place to place safely. I was that guy and I was making real good money. But when you around that type of environment, especially in Hollywood, you get caught up in everything that comes with Hollywood. And that goes to the parties, the girls, the drinking, the drugs. I got caught up in it and it got to a point where it just messed up my life, where I was... uh, I was using that to get through my days. I was, you know, doing a bump, uh, a key bump of cocaine to just get through that day. I was, you know, at the work, after I drop off my client, I would go to the bar and drink myself away. So I just, you know, I was using those things to make myself feel a certain way. And um, I got caught up one day and I got pulled over and, um, caught my um, got myself in jail um it was the first time i ever got locked up um i didn't i I was out i think within what eight hours or something like that i was out real quick when i first got locked up um for a dui but that definitely messed up my life and it's just like whoa that that really put perspective on myself i'm like wait this is not me what am i doing um because i kind of ignored it like all of us like to do as well we, we we ignore like we get in trouble and we just ignore what just happened you know what i mean and go back to the swing of things because i didn't lose my job but i definitely didn't have a license i was riding dirty so <laughs> you know what i'm saying because when you get a dui they take that stuff away from you um until your court case and that's how you got to fight it but what did i do i skipped my court case i was thinking about the money i was thinking about everything else um, one incident happened where I was picking somebody up from the airport and hey, I got pulled over, you know, and boom, they locked me up. So then right then and there, that's when they locked me up. And that's when my life changed because I began to talk to God. Um, things, things began to happen to me um, in jail where I couldn't explain it, but I knew exactly what it was. And I knew it was God. And everything that happened to me up to this point you know god definitely put me on my butt he slowed me down and said hey if you keep on doing what you do in your in your way for yourself and not 
think about me or put me first or let me lead your life i will have you in this jail for the rest of your life or rather have you dead and that right there scared me um and it's and it's crazy because right when i had that thought somehow somewhere i mean i i know it was nothing but the lord but we end up having a we end up putting together a prayer meeting inside of jail i can't explain like I had this one warrior that was with me. We we sat down as we was eating lunch, I think at the time, lunch or dinner, and we were just talking about, you know, life and, and it just just good, you know, just doing good things. And it's just like, you know, you're you're surrounded by everybody in this jail because we all have a story. But I believe everybody need a chance. It's just that they don't know how to live life. And that's why a lot of people are in jail, is because they're led wrong you know a lot of you all i seen around me was just broken men that didn't know no better so we just had a prayer and just hearing everybody's story you know what i mean i seen nothing i was in jail and yes everybody i don't know what crimes everybody did but at that time i didn't see bad people i seen lost people and i seen nothing but good Man, it's, it's, it's something that was so powerful where sometimes I really can't explain. Like, I, I really can't explain what it was. But all I can say was God is good and the Lord was in that bay because we, it's considered a bay. I mean, if you're in the military, you know what a bay is. It's a whole bunch of bunks. And it's yes. just a, a, a large area, so we had it's a, we had a whole bunch of bunk, and it it was the whites, the blacks, the Hispanics. We all came together, that unity. Because if you've never been to jail, you know jail is segregated. But we all came together to glorify God, and it was such an amazing, amazing time. And that really spoke loud to me. And right then and there, I told God for here on out. I give you me. I give you my life. I give you everything. I'm tired of doing it my way. I'm t I don't want to be here because I've heard I've seen people die. I've I've heard of people dying. I, 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 I've been to jail. I experienced that myself. And enough is enough. And I need to get help. And ever since then, that's what turned my life around. And I I got out of jail, literally, I cannot make this up. I got out of the jail that night. I bonded out and I just knew that was sign of God, God giving me another chance to make my life right. And I didn't stop there. So during those times I was lost, I, I felt alone because in LA, I mean, there there probably are churches in L.A. I mean, I know there are churches in L.A., but I didn't know where to go. Like when I was doing my research, you know, I, I seen a whole bunch of gay churches and I knew that wasn't right. And so it was just so confusing. And I and at the time I, I changed. I wasn't a driver anymore because I lost that job. Um, well, basically, I didn't lose that job, but basically I just got rid of that job because I know what was attached to it. You know what I'm saying? So I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to do, before I came to LA, I'm going to do what I used to do and what I love to do. And that's to entertain people. And, mm -hmm. and I love music. And you know what? I'm going to go back to being a DJ, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I did. Um, I had money saved up. 
and I started my my you know DJ business, and I started. It, it's funny because I said I was going to give my life to Christ, and w- w- which I did there in jail. But again, I didn't know what that looked like because I didn't read my word. I was just building a relationship with God. So at the same time as I was building my relationship. I was a DJ. I was playing secular music. I was, you know, getting booked. I was just this DJ. Blah, 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 blah. Then it hit me. Boom. God, God told me, hey, 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 that's enough. I don't want you playing this music because eventually what's going to happen is you're going to slip up and you're going to get back to your old ways. And I I said, oh, God, but, well, you know, this is me being lost again now. It's just like, oh, God. But, you know, it's OK to ask God questions. Just like yeah. Moses, Moses asked God questions all the time. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I said, God, I don't know if I can do this because I, without, like, how am I going to DJ if I can't play this music? You know, I like, and I, I was, and then I was like, you know what? I'll play all the clean music. But again, mm-hmm. what's attached to these songs, the messages that's attached <laughs> to these songs is not good. So again, I'm like, God, God, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Did my get me up? Hey, bro, I seen that you're doing um beat. Let me get a beat. I said, man, you can't rap, bro. What you, you know, I kind of clowned him. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, he said, nah, I'm a hip hop artist. And I said, Christian hip hop? What is that? He said, you heard of Lecrae? I said, no, nah, I ain't never heard of nobody named Lecrae. Well, like, what are you talking about? And I was a D, like, I was that DJ. Like, I did everything, like, all types of uh, hip hop, uh, trap. Uh, so I thought I knew everything, but I didn't knew, know gospel rap or Christian hip hop, like a lot of people like to say. I didn't know about that. So then, right then and there, it's just like, that 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 light went on in my head. Cause for the longest time I was fighting God, like God, I can't like 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 what am I supposed to do? And God used my cousin. The Holy Spirit spoke through my cousin to help me out in my mission. So that's when automatically I just did the research, Christian hip hop, like everything Christian hip hop. I looked up the the the, the platforms and I realized that. There was only a couple of platforms that did Christian hip hop. So the market was opened and oh Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. I can do a radio station. Then that's when I start to, you know, that's when the business side of me, Maurice mm-hmm. Mosley, the business side started to kick in. Hey, I could do a radio station, but for me to do the radio station, I got to learn how to do a radio station. So that's when I was a knowledgeable and did all the work. Learn it. First, I did, I learned about Christian hip hop to see the artist, the type of music. And I was like, yo, this is dope music. Like, I love this. You know, then it was the entrepreneur side on learning how to, to run a radio station. And, and then after that, it was just like at the same time I was just trying to get closer to God, trying to do this radio station, and then I'm like, okay, I got my name, I got my logo, I'm DJ Rare Love, I got the uh, radio station name, Kicking Radio, because at the time I was just kicking it in my studio, and I said, yo, I'm kicking it, and it's a radio station, so I'm gonna call it Kicking Radio. So that's how I got that. So I mean, like like I said, it was all nothing but the 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 the, the guidance of God. Because I, again, I wanted to do hip hop. Mm-hmm. 
but because the Lord was telling me everything, the Lord was bringing so much in my life, and it's just like, bro, this is amazing. God is working, like God is working me. And I'm not going to say, like I said, I'm not going to say it was all easy because at the same time, I was still drinking, I was still smoking. It's still process. It's a process. Yes, it, it, it is. It's a. It was a process. You know, it wasn't an overnight success. I, 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 I'm not an overnight success story because I'm still going through the process. You know, um, I, look, God has the, I'm going to kind of fast forward, you know. So that was five years ago. I only been in this game for five years. Now, don't get it twisted. I did grow up in the church. Let me tell y'all something. Because you know what? I'm going to add in some encouragement as I go and tell my testimony. You know, a word, a word of wisdom. Let me tell y'all something. I, I, I grew up in church. I grew up in the choir. I did, I did praise and worship. My family was Christians. But let me tell you something. Me, even though I went to church with my family, I did not know who God was or who Jesus was. I was just going to church to do church things to do the religion of the church which is go to church and sing in a choir you know i had a job to do and that's all i went to church for i didn't go to church to grow a relationship with god come on somebody if you if if, if you fit in that if you fit in that mode you need you need to start thinking why are you going to that church and how is the church you know what i mean uh, uh being positive in your life when it comes to your relationship with christ you know um, so with that said, you know, I didn't have that relationship with church and that I knew that that I'm sorry, relationship with God and that I knew was missing. So then I start, you know, open up my Bible and reading. And then ever since then, it's just like, look, I'm gonna tell you, I don't like to read. I don't like to read. So it's just like just reading. I, I just read Genesis just to start off. That right there blew my mind because I did not know what was in Genesis. I had no clue. You know, I mean, I knew God made the earth in seven days, that type of thing. But it's more than that that's inside of Genesis. And just recently, just recently, I went back to Genesis and I even learned more than what I forgot the other two times. Because again, this is a five year span, you know, and it's just like, it's just so amazing how God works. Because like I said, it's, it's always a process. It's always going to be a journey. And it's been a journey for me. Like I said, I'm not perfect. Do I do I have flaws? Yes, I, I still have flaws. But you're not going to understand what I'm talking about until you give your life to Christ until you read your word so I can sit here and, and tell people what to do that's why I'm not really I'm not too heavy in that Bible talk because I know I can intimidate people a lot so I'm I'm, I'm, I'm real big in the truth talk so yes I speak the word of God you know what I mean but I speak it in a way that is understanding to most and then I will bring you in and be like hey let's read the word together and then I might guide you because I don't know everything myself but we can learn it together so anyways um, so that's what brings me here um, the, the, during these, this process I did the prodigal son during these process I did certain things um, getting, getting closer to God during these things I made my shows through kicking radio and doing the will of God being righteous to God doing this work you know 
doing this work, God has continued to bless me. Like, it's been a year since I smoked a cigarette. It's been, you know, uh, well, I did go out recently to have a glass of wine. You know, I'm not going to lie, you know. But, you know, I can, I can sit here and say these things because I know that I need to repent every single day from my sins because we are born natural born sinners you know we're going to sin if someone cuts you off and you think that negative thing about that somebody that's a sin so we have to repent on our knees every single day we have to talk to god every day because we have to condition our mind to do that to grow a relationship with god so as you grow this relationship with god as you um, read your word your word is your biggest weapon that you have your word will get you through this day and you know what let me tell you this that that word the come on somebody love that that word love is what gets dj royal love through every single day that's what made me a man i didn't become a man until i gave my life to christ I thought I was a man through all my 20s in my early 30s but it when I when I hit 32 33 that's when I became a man because that's when it that's when I really start getting in my word and God really start showing me and, and, and teaching me how to treat a woman you know just looking at just looking at Adam and Eve's relationship just looking at Sarah and Abraham you know what I mean like just looking at these different relationships in the Bible that really taught me how relationships is supposed to be you know what i'm saying so people will say and you you said it earlier when you introduced me you know this great man of god man that knows how to treat women men that knows how to this or that and i can't i i i i personally cannot take that credit because all i'm doing is 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 copying what god has told me to do put that on to your shirt you know what I'm saying? So it might look like to a lot of people that I'm doing something different, but no, I'm not doing nothing different outside of what God has already done in this world. It's just that no one is reading their word. A majority of these people out here in the world that's living in the world doesn't know how to treat not only themselves, but how to treat women and how to treat anything in their lives their jobs their 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 businesses you know their anything in their life we 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 misuse because we don't take the time to not only learn how to praise god learn how to pray learn how to love learn how to fall on our knees learn how to treat women learn how to treat each other learn how to not sleep with your neighbor learn how to do certain things all that is in the bible and it's just like oh dj you changed yes i have changed i changed for the good or the righteousness of serving god but i haven't changed who i am because i'm still a sinner at the end of the day but I've changed my mindset. That mental health, that mental health, that mental, that mental has to change because that's what it's all about. So I encourage everybody, I encourage everybody to get your foundation, to get your home together, get your household together. My mom just had a dream and she reached out to me and she said, son, Get your household together in order. 
because if your household is not in order there's about to be a change this year and god is going to expose that what does that mean dj in my life i can only speak about me in my life a lot of people don't know i'm still married dude you know what i'm saying but i'm in relationships here and there but in order i had to i had to i had to get my life together so that means i have to get out what situations i'm in and i have to be alone until i get my situation together until i get that you know file for that divorce and you know i mean even though i'm like no i haven't been with this person for 13 years and it's not no marriage but in god's eyes because a marriage i got into a marriage wrong what is a marriage you're married underneath god you know if you don't have god in your relationship first of all it's not going to work out that's why we have so much uh we have so many divorces today because you you got into a marriage that was not that was broken in at the jump you swore into a marriage that was broken at the jump because you didn't know the real meaning of that marriage I got in when I was 18 years old I got into a marriage that I didn't know what it was I just got married because that's what my family was telling me to do but I didn't know the real meaning of it so during the years it was just like no I'm not married I'm not married I'm not but I, God is slowing, God each time, he only brung my relationships to a certain amount of, 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 he only brung my relationship to a certain, certain amount because he stopped me and was like, you still got to take care of what you got to take care of because we do have to follow the rules of this land. So if the land says I'm still married, I got to take care of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, he's still going to bless me. Yes, he's going to go, but he's only going to take me so far within my relationships because I still have to take care of whatever I have to take care of. I know that. Again, DJ Royal of Love is not perfect. I still have flaws. And I'm telling y'all right now my flaws, and I'm okay with it because I already I recognized it and I already gave it to God. So y'all can't judge me for that. I'm still working through it. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm proud to speak of it because in the name of Jesus, I will get a divorce. I will have a family. I will be married to, I don't believe in dating. You know, I, I don't believe that date because in the Bible, you don't hear nothing about dating. We don't know how to date. What is dating? But I will have that wife, but my wife will be grounded herself. And she would know, I would tell my wife the truth of everything I'm going through because the truth is everything. A lot of relationships are broken because you go into relationships lying in the first place. You know what I'm saying? But if you bring that truth up front and on a plate, you guys can work it out together. You know what I'm saying? And you can, as long as you got foundation, that, that brings me to this foundation, words of encouragement, anything you do in life, your foundation should be God. Trees don't grow and spread out and be trees and, and flourish without the foundation. That's their roots. You know, they have strong roots. Like I said, a, a, a house doesn't have, a house is not a house and, and it's not going to stay a house if it doesn't have a strong foundation. A human is not going to be a whole human. It, it's not going to be whole. It's not going to be righteous. It's not going to be good 
until you have that strong foundation. And that foundation is God. Without God, we can't do anything in life. Yeah, you, you can get to a certain amount and it might look good, but God can take that away with a snap of his fingers. And that's why a lot of people complain that, oh, my life is going up and down, up and down. That's because you don't have God and that foundation and your foundation is swerving. Your foundation is swerving. Your foundation can be broken at any time. But God will, it's God will, he, he will put that strong foundation in your life if you give your life to Christ. With that said, man, I encourage everybody, every, 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 everybody, everybody, continue to pray, to read your Bibles. And I'm going to close out with this prayer. Lord, I just thank you for everything that you've done in my life, that you've done in all my friends and family life that's connected to me and the surroundings. Lord, I pray that you continue to use Alexia and you use my sister in Christ to the max. Lord, you give her all the resources that you need to give her that she needs, not that she wants, Lord, because what she wants, it's, it's, it's irrelevant. Lord, give her everything that she needs to do the will of your will, God. Your will, God. And I know she's going to try her best to do that, Lord, and continue to bless her and everything is attached to her, Lord. And that enemy, I rebuke that enemy, the name of Jesus, that's trying to stop Alexia to do what she needs to do in your name, Lord. I rebuke it right now, God. Because you're an amazing God. You're a strong God. You're everything that we need. We don't need anything outside of you, Lord. And you know what? We want to continue to show that, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for the families that lost of loved ones from gun violence, Lord, because that's something big. But I hope, Lord, that our people, God, know that you're the only one that can fix that, Lord, through love, God. Because, I, I, because God, outside of love, what is is there it's chaos it's evilness and that's not the life that we want our brothers and sisters to have we want our brothers and sisters to have you lord <coughs> lord again i love you we love you jesus thank you jesus for dying across for our sins jesus because without you jesus we we will we will be in that old uh that old oh my gosh we will be in that old covenant lord in that old covenant, we know how you was in that old covenant, Lord. We had, what, 613 or 615 uh, laws. Uh, excuse me, Lord. I think it was 613 laws. And I know I couldn't do that. <laughs> I know, I, I, know I, I couldn't do that, Lord. And I just pray. And I just, I, I'm, I, I'm so thankful, Lord, that you gave us your son. Mm, Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord. I, I, I pray. I, I, I'm so thankful that you gave us your son who died for us because mm. a lot of us struggled a lot of us struggle a lot of us a lot of us are are, are 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 too naive a lot of us are too we have too much pride a lot of us put our pride before any oh lord i just thank you for jesus dying for our sins lord and giving us that new covenant jesus was that bridge for us, Lord, giving us a chance to make it to heaven, Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I, I just thank you for giving us, Jesus, for giving us a chance over and over and over and over again to make it right. Because at the end of the day, we you recognize we are born sinners, God. 
and I and I and I thank you for giving us a chance to spread your words and to plant seeds, Lord. We are not God. We are not God. So I don't want anybody to idle anyone. Yeah, like they're yeah, God, Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus. Please continue to use people like me, Lord, to spread that word. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Alexia, thank you so much for allowing me to do that. Um, I just thank you. Thank you for this platform. And uh, I love you, sis. I, I really do. I, I love you and continue, continue to do what you do, Alexia. And, and that's it. That's it. That's all I have to say. Uh, well, um, DJ Royal, um, first, I, there's a couple things that stood out. Uh, one, I heard your heart, the father's heart. We just talked about thing in prison and about the broken man. Yeah. For someone yeah. to say that, you have to see it through the eyes of the father, yeah. through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. why I, when you say about evangelist, it's, it all makes sense. So definitely you have the father's heart concerning yeah. broken men. So I thank you for just for being to that. I, I know what the Bible says, and the Bible doesn't just the Bible. God does not discriminate on anybody. The God doesn't discriminate on the gays. God doesn't discriminate on the murderers. God does not. He gives everybody a chance to give their life to Him. Mm -hmm. It's never too late. So yes, it doesn't matter if you're in jail right now. It doesn't. It does not matter. There was murderers in the Bible. You know that, right? There yep. was people that was in jail. That was in the, that was uh, in the Bible. It's all types of people that's in the Bible that God used. Come on, somebody. You will only know that if you read about it. And I encourage again. Don't just stop at church. Don't just go to church and rely on the pastor and, and idolize the pastor and think that the pastor word is everything. No, read for yourselves. Not just on Sunday, but Monday through Sunday. You know what I mean? I, I still struggle with that a little bit, but you know what I mean? I, I look, I encourage everybody to do it because I've been I, I've done it and I got have to continue to do it because I'm telling you, it's everything that we need. And oh my god, and let's see what else. Um forgive me, because I ain't gonna lie, I thought you was officially single. So forgive me, because in the intro, I know I mentioned about girl got has for you. I am, I am, but I'm not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I, I did not know. So forgive me for putting out any information that was not, let's say, not always correct. Yeah. And if there's any pride, nah, I woo, don't, I, yeah. in myself, in myself, even teaching, forgive me, because. There are moments where I do, there are moments where I get pride, there are moments where I get cocky. There are moments where I should be fault finding or even exalting myself because myself has fallen short. Myself does have those filthy rags. So forgive me. And even to a point, thank for praying that prayer that you prayed concerning me because there's some areas of me that still needs to grow up. The everything that still needs to say, hey, you need to come out, that you still need to, it's like, I still need to change, even when I don't think I need to change. So I thank you for saying what you said out of obedience to the Holy Ghost. Don't yes, ever stop yes, doing Lord. that. Don't yes, ever stop yes, doing Lord. that. Um, um, all the Holy Spirit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Keep being you. Keep being you. 
Because if you're not you, I'm like, wait a minute, Roy, what's going on with you? <laughs> I'm like, it's Misty. Hey, check your bro. Hey, don't go on, bro. Um, if anybody want to reach out to you, whether to know who you are the more or even um, to do DJing, if you're still doing it, um, how could they reach you? And also tell them about um, AAOR, because I believe um, community is more, is definitely important and that that's your heart. And Amen. not just community with just like apartment complexes, but also jail cells in um, prison. That's also, I don't know if that's to me as a community, but I think that's also a community too. So, yeah, 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 most definitely. Um, and, and thank you for um, reminding me of that. But, um, yes, yeah, so you can reach me at, um, you can reach me everywhere. Um, let's see, Instagram is uh, at DJ Royal Love, my Facebook is uh, Royal Love. Um, also, you can reach me on Twitter. I believe it's like DJ Royal Love One. Um, my email, you can reach me out on an email, DJ Royal Love Music at gmail.com. Also, you can check out um, my nonprofit. It's called AAOR Against All Odds Rise. All you have to do is go to myAAOR.com and check out everything we're doing in the city of San Antonio. And um, yeah, man, I encourage you guys to definitely follow me because, yes, I do do uh, prison ministry work. Um, I do community work. Um, I, I consider that community as well. Yeah, you're right. And um, yeah, so that's where you can find me at. Oh, also, yeah. So uh, let me talk a little bit about AOR. I'm sorry. So we bridge. So my, with my nonprofit, what we do is we bridge the gap between the police and the community and how how that looks like we go out into these communities and hold events and knock on doors and get people to you know meet their safe officers and we go back to community and play bingo with them and you know just be involved hands-on in the community not only that on the, but on the police side we get to um we, 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 we do ride-alongs with officers. Like I said, I just did a 10-hour shift because it just reminded me back in my military days. So I just wanted to say the whole shift. But um, anyways, yeah, we, we do those type of things in the community. We do barbecues for the officers. Um, now we're in colleges. We already did Texas A&M. Now we have uh, UTSA on deck. And it's, it's definitely about to be a big thing in San Antonio and Lord's willing that we will come to a town near you. We also is working close and close and hand in hand with different um, nonprofits here in San Antonio, um, such as the Midnight Basketball League stuff like that. That's that's going to be popping off really soon. And I, I know the owner of that. And it's about the you know getting these youth a chance to do something outside of their neighborhoods that will keep them outside of the streets and we you know we want to be more involved with stuff like that you know just just being transparent in these communities and not just talking and talk but definitely walking the walk Ooh, say it Ooh, put that on t say that again and put that on a t-shirt um, <laughs> put that one on a t-shirt yes put that one on a t-shirt um this is I ain't gonna lie, I've been more amped up and excited not just to interview the men, but this interview alone because I knew it was gonna be something. So um to DJ Royal Love, yes, humble by your presence, even though it's virtual, <laughs> I still thank you for just being a blessing. Yeah, yeah, and just being obedient, being a vessel, just, yeah. just being, just being you. 
Yeah, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and that's all I can do is just be me and try to be obedient and you know let the let God lead. Yes, and I ain't gonna lie, I so miss keep, keep her kicking it, but um, <laughs> you know what? Look, kicking radio will be back soon. I'm in the process of moving as well, so you know, okay, um, okay. any yeah, so uh, Lord's willing, I, I will get back into the swing of things when it comes to the radio station, and uh, I, I do miss you guys, I miss kicking or keeping. <laughs> And uh, that, that was a lot of fun. Season three, man. Season three coming back really, really, really soon. I know I keep saying that, but I promise we're going to come back bigger, better, and, and all around San Antonio. I'll say this. When it's time, it's time. Amen. No harm. Yeah, I don't like to put on time on things. When the Lord tells me to go, I go. And other than that, um, thank you all again, though, that will tune into the podcast. Uh, Royal, do me a favor. Um, at this interview, I need to stay by your Instagram line because I got more info for you. Um, other than that, y'all, this is your girl, Lexi Lex. And remember, keep soaring like an eagle in your heart, in your mind, and throughout life. And remember, somebody needs the gift that God put in you. Have a great day.